Hey everyone, how's it going? This is Azarin, the Language Nerd here, owner of the Calgary Language Nerds, and welcome to today's YouTube video and, of course, podcast episode. Today, I'm continuing my series on Azarin's top language learning tips. Essentially, I'm condensing the thousands of pieces of language learning advice I've shared on the internet into one short series, so you can consume a few different episodes, a few different lessons, and get the most important um, pieces of advice that I've shared in a relatively short period of time. If you haven't uh, seen or listened to the other episodes in this series, please go to the description box of this episode, click the link that's in there, and you can go check out the rest of the episodes. Now today, what I'd like to talk about is some advice for learning vocabulary in another language. The biggest mistake I see language learners make um, when it comes to learning vocabulary is they try to cram new words into their brain. They try to do hundreds of flashcards, for example, and just memorize them. Or they try to write words down over and over or reread their notes over and over. Incidentally, these are similar mistakes people make with learning grammar. Grammar as well, language learners, what they often do is they try to reread the rules over and over, memorize the grammar rules, get them all in their brain. When they're speaking, they try to refer back to the rules all the time to use them when they speak, right? So people with grammar and vocabulary, both, these are some common mistakes that I see. Doing a little bit of that is okay, but that is not going to be the main reason that you remember new words or even new grammar points, to be honest. That's not the main thing. That's almost like some salt on your food or that's a side dish. So what's the main course? What's the what's the main what are what what's the 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 main strategy what are the main strategies that are going to help you remember new words in another language well let me tell you the first one is lots of comprehensible input i've already talked about comprehensible input on this um on uh on this series in this series here comprehensible input refers to reading and listening material that is, at least roughly speaking, at your level. Now, comprehensible input, if you want it to be understandable and you want it, you want to know it's at your level, it's about 51%, meaning you consume it, you watch it, you listen to it, you understand at least 51%. 51% is maybe, it's, it's like the bare, bare minimum. Even better than that is a little bit of a higher percentage, maybe up to 90%. So 80%, 85%, 90%, right? Those are really the ideal places to go, but you you could use things that are at a 51 and you could still learn a lot from it. Once you go past that 90% mark and it's like 95%, 99%, um, it's, it's okay. You can use those resources, but the problem is that it might be too easy for you. And so it, it, it might be a little bit too easy and you have to find something that's a bit more challenging. So lots of comprehensible input is one of the main things that you have to get in order to really have new words stick in your brain. The other thing you want to pair your comprehensible input with is lots of output. Output means speaking and writing. Um, if you pair your comprehensible input with lots of output, talking to people, and lots of writing, whether it's texting people or even as writing like a journal, for example, if you pair those two things together, wow, you're really going to remember. You're going to remember the new words that you learn. A couple other things to be aware of. The third, so the third one is 
that the more intensive your studies, the faster you tend to learn. This is something we talked, I talked about, I believe in the first or second episode, I believe it was the first or second episode uh, of this series, this Azrin's Top Language Learning Tips series. The more intensive your language learning studies, the faster you learn. Now, of course, you can take that too far. If you are doing theoretically 20 hours of study every day and you're sleeping four hours a night, you've taken it, you've probably taken it too far. So there is a tipping point, of course, but generally speaking, the more intensive your studies, the faster you learn. I, I believe it's the very first episode in the series. Go check that out if you haven't. There's a link. There's a link in that description box where I link out to a Cambridge, uh, Cambridge University Press article that talks about. Uh, factors that influence how quickly you learn a language. One of those factors is actually the intensity of your studies. So the more intensive your studies, the more time you're dedicating on a day-by-day, week-by-week basis, the faster you're going to remember new words. The fourth thing I'll say here is you want to implement just-in-time learning methods. Now, we have two different categories of learning methods. There's just-in-time and just-in-case. Just-in-case learning methods, it's it basically means what it sounds like. Just-in-case learning means you learn something just in case you, you'll need it later. For example, in school, I'm sure you learned all sorts of things in school just in case you need the information at a later date. Just-in-time learning is, is, in the, is the opposite in a sense. Just-in-time learning means you learn something and then you turn around and immediately use it. When I, uh, if you've, followed my content for a long time, you know that I used to run a window cleaning franchise. At that franchise, they implemented, when they taught us new skills, they implemented just-in-time learning all the time. They would teach us how to uh, uh, do door-to-door sales, and literally the next day, we would start to implement what we learned in the real world. We would start to go do door-to-door sales. We'd have the, uh, the general manager or whoever with us to help us with it, and to kind of coach us through it and give us feedback and things like that. But we started to use that skill right away. Or we learn how to, um, you know, we learn um, uh, how to clean a window. And then we would almost immediately start to go clean windows. So we would, like, I kid you not, we would we would learn how to clean windows, maybe at um, our general manager's house or uh, someone, maybe a franchisee, a local franchisee's house. We'd literally go to their house and we'd practice on their house. And then the very next day, often even, often the same day even, we would actually go do a real window cleaning job that a customer paid for. Now, the customer was always aware that we're doing some training. Um, like it was, they were, always a, they were always kind of aware of it. So we would go do like real we would go do real jobs. <laughs> so we learn it in training and then we would go do it right away. That's just in time learning, right? I'll give you a language language example, not just a window cleaning example. Um, I've been to Germany twice and both times when I went to Germany, I would learn some German because I don't really speak any German. I speak very, very little, but I would learn the German that I needed immediately in my day-to-day life. I would learn how to say hello, goodbye, thank you, please. I learned how to order things in a restaurant or a coffee shop. I learned those, I learned my numbers so I could understand um, prices, right? Uh, things of that nature. I learned things that I would immediately be able to use. So something to understand about just-in-time learning is just-in-time learning tends to be very sticky. What you learn through just-in-time learning methods 
are are generally speaking going to stick in your brain a lot faster than what you learn through just in case learning methods. Because just in case learning, it's just in case. It's not like you need to know it right away. Whereas just in time learning, you know that you're going to need to use that information. You're going to turn around and start using it in the real world in the immediate future. So you prioritize it in your brain and you think, oh, I really have to know this because I'm going to use it right away. So I don't know how you're personally learning the language because everyone has different approaches. So I, I wish I had something practical to say, here's what you can do to use just-in-time learning right away. But think about how you're learning a language and think about how could you incorporate just-in-time learning into your day-to-day -day or your week-to-week -week language learning process. I'll give you a couple examples of how I've done it in the past. Maybe one of these sticks, maybe one of these resonates with you well with one of my students um what what we uh what we did was she lives in in texas and uh she has she had an opportunity to volunteer in um in a spanish-speaking environment and so what we did is in our classes we learned things that she could use in that volunteering environment in spanish or another example might be that same student actually was going to go to a stand-up comedy show in spanish we knew who the comedian was. So we in class, we familiar, we got familiarized with his style of comedy. We'd watch his videos in our classes as preparation for the stand-up comedy show that she was going to go to. A personal example for me. I wanted to implement just-in-time learning to learn to learn Chinese characters. I was feeling lazy and I didn't want to learn them. I don't like to learn. I don't like writing. I don't necessarily like to do a ton of reading practice in Mandarin. It's not my favorite um, my favorite thing to do. So what I did, this was probably four or five years ago, is I decided to, to start teaching free classes at a very beginner level that people can attend and learn some basic Mandarin. And then I would incorporate certain teaching activities that used Chinese characters. And I would write those characters by hand. That's an example of just-in-time learning because I knew, oh, in three weeks, I have this class I'm going to teach. I know the topic. I better learn all the characters for that topic before that class because I'm going to need those in three weeks or two weeks. That's another example of just-in-time learning. Again, there's lots of different examples. Hopefully, that gives you a couple of ideas of how you might use just-in-time learning for you. If you do want some, maybe you want to um, get some personalized advice on how you can use just-in-time learning in the way that you're learning a language, you're always welcome to contact me. I'm happy to talk with you and try to help you figure it out. Just go to my website, azrenthelanguagenerd.com slash contact. That's A-Z or Z-R-E-N, thelanguagenerd.com uh, slash contact. And uh, you can reach out to me there and I'd be more than happy to uh, help you figure out how you can use just-in-time learning in your particular in your particular case. I hope this is helpful for you and um, have a great rest of your day and um, we'll chat later. Bye-bye. See you.